0: Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hedgens, is a licensed professional counselor. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hedgens.
1: Welcome back. Last week, I said, I'm fine. And a lot of times when we say, I'm fine, are we really fine? And a lot of times we find out that we're not really fine. And so it's learning how to engage with other people, to really listen to the tone, and as Kenya would say, their frequency. And as always, welcome Kenya she's our new co-host. so thank you Kenya for joining uh I'm looking forward to the dynamic duo as Batman would say.
0: I am so excited. I was like, everybody clap your hand <laughs> right. the truth is when we recorded, I remember this feeling I even told my husband there is such an ease there was no prep. We just met present with each other and with a the theme and with the heart open to serve the the listeners and it just flowed so I am really really grateful that it worked out this way uh completely divine guidance I and it, it never even occurred to me I never even thought that that would be a possibility and I'm really excited. I wonder where this is going to take us what's the next season of coaches soul will look like this is exciting.
1: It is. And no telling where it may take us, Mm. you know, with Julia and and, and my experience with her, it's almost like you never know what you get with Steve. I have corny jokes. I have dad jokes. I have off the wall comments. Mm. But you and I, we can flow and go with it. And one of the things that I want to reinduce you, because the last time you were my interviewee, Yes. Now you're the co-host. Re-engage with the audience and tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do for your profession.
0: Mm, What do I do? What I really do is I embraced all parts of me and now I teach women to do the same. Mm. clearing trauma and finding their own personal god-given divine frequency their own voice there is no expanding like you can't expand if you are on a place where you're so small Mm. when you're clear when your channel is clean i work with frequencies my background is music therapy 20 years later i graduated from college 20 years ago That tells my age, (laughs) doesn't matter. And I'm just really excited to be at service. I I can call myself a health coach, a life coach, a energy healer, um, a frequency mentor, I'm a woman, it doesn't matter my title. What does matter is what, what I am up to today, what we are up to t- today, which is being fully present and hearing where is the need and where my gifts can unlock your gifts mm. so you can become more of you, more of what you were created to be completely without the interference. My language is frequency language. I am also a musician, actually I'm a musician first, I'm a singer first. So my language is like, does this resonate? Does this lend it? Is your, um? are you tuned in to your own voice? Do you even know how, what is your rhythm? Because if you don't, we are actually not living, we are in reaction on a daily basis, mm-hmm. repeating the pattern, generational pattern, and in, in repeating the pattern of habits, it's not all generational. Right, Steve. Um, there is a very there is a very short uh, distance between what is generational and inherited. Therefore, it landed in your DNA. Versus, this is who I am. Those are my habits, and I'm choosing to redo it, re-pattern, reconnect with who I really am.
1: And some of the things that you're talking about, you know, I want to let our audience know to keep tuning in. That's right. Because we're going to start pulling out and flushing out some of this terminology, because it is new to to the audience that sure. are just plugging in and listening to how we're collaborating back and forth. Yeah. And transgenerational is something that passes from generation to generation to generation until somebody decides to break the cycle. The issue is transgenerational is large. So it's more ethnic uh, yes. type of transgenerational. For example, our African-Americans, their transgenerational trauma stems back into slavery when the father was pulled out same similar to the native americans Mm -hmm. you know they had all kinds of trauma and it passes down Mm -hmm. and uh, the influence sometimes can be negative or positive in each social group so that's more of what i look at as transgenerational
0: I love that you said that because there's transgenerational curses mm-hmm. and there's transgenerational gifts. I really want the audience to tune into that because it doesn't mean that it's generational is bad right. actually, I really want to justmystify the, the the bad and and the good, the duality of it because in reality is everything has served a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's for our growth and if nothing else, the growth of compassion. It, it takes you to see what's needed outside of you for you to get out of yourself, right? But it also takes you to honor yourself enough so when you do get out of yourself, you get out from a place of overfall, not right. victim and definitely not uh, sacrificial, which everything you just said, it's a blob of sacrificial and victim mentality that get passed down, uh, not just racial, but humanity. I can talk about the Latinos all day long. Mm -hmm. I can talk about it doesn't matter what color is your hair. The frequency of victim is the same. The frequency of powerlessness or hopelessness is the same or not. And I also want to say something else that I want to address something that you said about um, our our frequencies and the way we show up. The thing about is not just that you get you are called to break that generational, um, uh, yes. resonance. It's not just the calling. It's if you were the one that can see, then it's yours to break. It's not that my mother didn't want to. Mm-hmm. It's just that within her realm, spiritual, energetically, she wasn't ready to see. Mm-hmm. So if you're tuning in right now and you hear and it re- you know nothing about what we're talking about, but it resonates true. Then you keep tuning in. Because that is a call that is an energetic call that you are capable of breaking it for you, for your children, for your grandchildren. I wrote a song. It talks about the disease stops with me. It yes. stops with you if you say so.
1: It's learning so how hopefully- to. Well, I was going to say it's learning how to empower yourself. And it just seems like a lot of people don't know how to do that. And that's another podcast that we can look into is, how do we find truth in a disillusioned world?
0: Oh, I it- love that. Because the truth is, the world is disillusioned. If you see it, um, say that word again, disillusioned. Delusional world, correct. Um, but your world doesn't have to be right that is my entire truth that's entire message you can never look outside of yourself for the truth that God has put in your heart which is you are sovereign being you are a daughter of the king you are a son of the king you have God in your DNA so hopelessness is a shadow
1: mm. yes and that's you hit us on some good points that a lot of times we tend to focus on the negativity of transgenerational and you're correct. If, if we can start learning how to disengage of assigning labels of age, gender, sex, ethnicity, and just look at, we bleed red that we're a human being. And learning how to set healthy boundaries for yourself. And when boundaries help protect yourself and helps protect other people. And it's part of the empowering moments of being able to know who you are. And that is a topic of today because a lot of times, as you said, with women and, and things like that, it's even with men we have lost the idea of who we are. Mm. And it seems like we're searching outside of ourselves For everything. For everything. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I want to talk about today is because it's been on my heart because of the therapy that I've had throughout this week. We talk about identity. And one of the things that I try to bring up is, who are you? Without assigning a label, that you're mm. a mom, that you're a dad, that type of thing. When you talk to women and help them in trying to find their frequency, can you expound upon a little bit about that? Mm-hmm.
0: So when I see frequency, what comes to mind? Quick, Steve, what comes to mind?
1: Music. Yes, what Home. else?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Frequency is the tone, the feeling, the vibration.
0: Thank you. Yes, all of it. So if you are in a state of lower vibration, lower frequency, you will only see what's in that vibration. So if you are in the dark, if you want to see, you need to turn the light on. Mm -hmm. For you to find your frequency... You need to be on a neutral state or in a higher state. What is a neutral state? Hold the puppy. Mm. Put your hand in your heart. Think about one to three most beautiful moments of your life, and stay in that frequency. Now, from that point, you start unlocking your true self. Yes. If you if you if you say, "Oh, well, let me find my frequency." And you are crying on the bathroom floor. You're not going to be able to see a thing, but other frequencies that match the sadness, the anger, the frustration.
1: You being a a uh, music therapist, mm-hmm. when we talk about frequency, we can't see frequency. Now no, I have seen to where somebody hooks up a speaker puts water in front of the speaker and if you do a slow-mo of the camera yes you can see how the vibration affects the water as if the water stands still mm-hmm. or a different droplets coming down but the water is still flowing
0: yes so we also have somatics. okay people take Take pictures of sand or rice and you put a certain frequency in its shapes. Yes. And I also have a specific quantum frequency healing device Mm. that I actually see frequencies. So you can see science now is bringing frequencies that we can actually see. But can you see love? You can see kissing, but can you see love? Mm. Can you see sadness? You can see tears, but can you see sadness?
1: Right.
0: It's all frequencies. Now, I'm saying that because it is like faith. Oh, you gotta have faith. Faith is a frequency. Resentment is a frequency. All emotions are a frequency. Why do people that look are uh, seven year olds look like they're 49, 48? Mm-hmm. I have two clients right now. They're like, you are not 69. There's no way. Super high frequency. It keeps them young. Why? Because children have high frequency. Bouncing off the wall. What's for high frequency? A lot of light. Light. I am the light of the world. Have you heard that before?
1: Oh, of course.
0: Okay. A lot of light. Higher frequency. Higher speed. And Health if you, think,
1: if you think about what you're saying, mm-hmm. the sun is a high frequency
0: exactly Light. and
1: when it gets covered, there's where you have seasonal affective disorder one hundred percent because their frequency is lower,
0: yeah, it's not just d three from the sun it literally bri- oh you bright up my day don't you say that oh Steve I love seeing you you look so good coached so in the back you bright up my day I love seeing you. by the way podcast now is audio and video link below so yeah we are light beings my identity is I am a light being I'm a being of light I come here I came here I Kenya that's how I see myself without labels I came here to love I came here to express love, to be love. I am love. I came here to serve. I'm a guide. I know who I am. But a guide is also a label because I'm guiding somebody or someone. I'm actually guiding me, self-leadership. So everything I coach, it comes down to three things. Sovereignty, autonomy, and leadership. And I can speak on that to Jesus come because as a woman, I never understood autonomy. I needed to depend on my husband. I needed to depend on my mom. I needed to depend on someone to love me, to tell me I'm good enough, to be good enough, to be worthy enough, to be me. And by the way, for all religious people out there, you're have you you're seeking the seal of appro- approval of God. He has already given to you. There's no right. approval to seek. You are, period. You are.
1: And and that's the complications with a lot of things, and that's another rabbit trail we could take, and maybe that's a podcast we can do about understanding who God is, because for me, I grew up in a Christian home, yes. but it was very legalistic, and as I got older, I broke free, and a lot of people say, "Well, Steve, you're non-judgmental." I have to be non-judgmental because as Solomon would say in his writings, there's nothing new underneath the sun. Nothing. We just experience it in a different way because of the different frequencies from other people have impacted our life. And one of the things that I think about, it's learning how to keep our identity, how to find our identity. Mm -hmm. Uh, when we are in low frequency mm-hmm. and in the podcast that you and I did because we co-authored it in our book yes is the fact that you were living in low frequency and you come to the United States at age 22 how and that's one of the things that I think we can flush out towards the end of this um, yeah. podcast How did you find that frequency so that you can help other women to know that they're not stuck, that they can come out of this world of low self-esteem, finding their confidence, knowing that they have identity within their marriage Mm -hmm. and keeping those boundaries?
0: How did I find? I remember begging God for all of it, for guidance, for a sign, for I just knew I was very unhappy. All I wanted to do was sing. And I literally looked in the map and I saw Music City and I said, well, that's where I'm going, Nashville. That's where I live. And I was cleaning houses in Mary in in Maryland. I was building this business that had nothing to do with my soul, but that was my mom's business and I was supporting and all the things. And um I almost married the wrong person out of um, just continuation of the pattern. And I believe that what happened there was truly divine. I had a glimpse of who I was. I didn't know yet who I was, but I, I had like one second and I act on it's like, no, that's not my path. I'm going to call this grace and courage, because I, I I cannot tell you that was a moment that shift everything. This is not a Cinderella story. Oh, this is a moment that shifted everything for me. No, it was a moment that I, I it's, it's like a blink twice. And I said, Oh, this is not my life. I'm living somebody else's lives. And I had a courage to step out and build something different, mm. which I did. But in the next moment, when I married my husband, I started relieving the pattern again and i kept noticing that it wasn't my pattern i kept i kept noticing that i was not trusting him at all trusting my husband or my marriage or god but what i really noticed is i i was not trusting me i was not my best friend at all steve i was your best friend i was everybody's best friend right but i was very critical of my beings i was thinking that i was oh i always make mistakes i mean if you think about the trillions of words we speak to ourselves in our brains it's unheard of
1: you know what's fascinating
0: my self-talk was not positive towards me so no kidding my outer world was unstable Mm. and i kept repeating the pattern
1: and research has shown Mm -hmm. that women Beat themselves up over 400 words per minute. That's unheard of, and that's because women use vocabulary as part of their social networking.
0: So, Steve, I wanna, I, I, I love that information, and I am going to ask permission to rephrase that. Sure. So, ladies, what Steve just said is just information. He's not speaking the truth because you, from this point on, will be aware of your thoughts and you will not be the statistic mm. of 400 words per minute. See, this is how we rewire. And the moment yes. that you get aware, because time is a construct. So if if in the moment that Steve says that if I believe then I am a woman, Steve, that means that yes. I'm agreeing that I speak 400. Right words against me on a minute basis so did you see what i did you i you just saw me rewiring a life in the moment that i hear something that doesn't agree with what what i know to be true in the moment or that doesn't resonate like i see how that can be true but i don't want to be true for me so you tell yourself a different story i I tell you an interesting um game that i have with my daughter really quick i go around in my car and when I feel the temptation to pull myself down, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that. Ooh, th- I, I I have all these phone calls. I didn't text them back. What are they going to think of? Whatever, right? My, my critical, um, that person that lives around our voice that wants to criticize us. So he, this is how I calm her down. I say, I see what you're saying, but you know what? I love me. I love me so much. I'm so proud of me, but here's the kicker. I was actually saying that out loud, Steve, and my daughter in the back seat is like, "Man, I love me. I'm just so proud of me. She's eight. When I heard her saying that, I realized I was saying it out loud. How does it affect my eight year old?
1: a lot and and that's what we need. Kids need positive affirmation, not only positive affirmation but role models that believe in themselves so
0: mm-hmm. that
1: you can empower your child as they get older and they become self-functioning self-aware that's right of who they are as a person yeah you she would say things like
0: mic. she she say things like mommy i love you so much but i love me more i'm like you go girl, girl that's the way to be
1: What makes that so important for you to know that you're passing positive information and how does that create the identity in your child?
0: Steve, this is why I'm here. We would not have this conversation if I wasn't a mother. Mm -hmm. I, I really believe that because motherhood was my dream. And. Being a singer, I wanted to be a mama and a singer. That's all. And I became who I am today, master coach and all so many things. It doesn't matter. What it matters is that I broke generational chains. Mm. And now I I teach so many people to do the same thing because generational chains are energies, are frequencies. So if it came to me and I broke the generational chain of victimhood, Even though it got pecks down to my daughter or my sons, if I break, it breaks from them. Mm. It's like cutting a cord. They don't have residue. You cut it. It's the most loving thing you can do, be, and have for yourself. This is how we change the world, by loving our humans, by loving us so well, loud and clear that our children see the, the shift. Our grandkids feel the shift. Our partners want what you're having it. And even if you don't know how you make a decision today, I said that to my mastermind two days ago and I was like, Pew. <sighs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: When you have the courage to move, mm-hmm. by desire alone, energy goes ahead of you and does the job. You don't need to know the how. You just need to decide that you want.
1: Kenya, that is an excellent way to close out those podcast. That to be a better you, that's what Coach Soul's theme is about. It's right. how to be a better you. Not that you're not any good. I always learn how to be better than where I was a minute ago. It's about moving better to a higher frequency. So thank you very much for today. Until next time, have a great day and be blessed. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.